taxes in the county, uh, frustrated with the uh, use of ARPA, I guess, and some of the uh, some of the infrastructure decisions. Yeah, and you know, I, I and listen, schools and schools. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm like an angry old man. I'll no, tell you, no authority over schools is is county board, but influence, nope. but, but influence. influence, definitely yeah. influence. Um, you know, I heard my opponent when when she was on the radio said, you know, if uh, if you look at taxes and if we take out evaluations, our taxes have only gone up thirteen percent. Well, that's a totally disingenuous way of presenting. You know, the tax nightmare that we're all facing. Um, I mean, I don't know about you personally. Do you care what your tax rate is or do you care what your tax bill is? Uh, probably, I know one affects the other. Yeah, well, mine would be the bill. Yeah, of yeah, course. The bill for me. Yeah, so when I, I put I, I put a couple examples here in front of you, mm-hmm. um, and she said, you know, the last 15 years, well, the first one, this is my home. My tax bill has gone up just for the county, has gone up 68% over the last 15 years. Um, the next one, this is a farm that's just uh, south on, on Saltillo. It's up 326%. Um, and then here's a Lincoln home. This one is just right out behind the studio here. It's up 51%. And then here's a, a farm outside of Hallam. His county taxes are up 440%. So don't tell me that my tax rate has only gone up 13%. Because I guarantee you, this farmer, if I knocked on his door and said, hey, your taxes have only gone up 13%, he'd probably slap me. And I would hope so. I mean, this is an insane way to, to push it out there. And everybody loves to take numbers, and they love to, to you know kind of dumb them down. Well, this is, this is absolutely disingenuous. And I don't think the average person stops and thinks, wow, my taxes have only gone up 13% on my property. That's not a fair statement. I will say this. Um, obviously, I was in uh, all the interviews, and uh, you know, I, numbers are an, always an interesting thing. And and one of the things, uh, folks, I I have these property breakdowns right in front of me. I, I can't recall exactly which tax rate we were talking about, but it doesn't matter from my perspective. Definitely, right now, uh, what Travis Finley has brought me is properties that are farms in Lancaster County, properties that are. Uh, middle class properties that are above middle class and properties that would be below middle class and you're looking at 440 percent 326% 68% 51% 30% 77% increase um yeah to to your question to me that very much impacts the bill yeah tremendously and something that you know causes my eyes to go what is going on right now, on the flip side, I will say, and I have said this on air, we are healthy in money, right? Meaning we get a lot of money. The right. question, right, is, is it too much? You know, meaning, is it fair and is it too much? And then a next step, we can get into it later, is are we prioritizing that tax money, right, right. To, for the health and benefit of the citizenry yeah. equally? Yeah. I, I mean, and, and to answer those questions, is it too much? Yes. Is it fair? No. But the nightmare of it is it is not getting put in the right places. And so we are in a very precarious place um, where, you, you know, we have misappropriated so much money that we're going to start paying the price for it 
relatively soon, and I mean within the next couple of years. Yeah, on that topic, because we're just on it, and we're going to take a break here in about a minute, but top two things that come to your mind when you think of misappropriation? Uh, You know, ARPA funds. Okay. I mean, we have, we've given out... Different, though, from tax money from what we just talked about. It is, but it was our opportunity to right the ship. And we didn't do it. We started handing out grants like Oprah handing out cars, you know. Um, It is utterly ridiculous the amount of money that we handed out when our roads and bridges are falling apart. Oh, boy, I've been on I've been on that a a lot. And the county engineers been on here a lot. I mean, honestly, Lincoln, Lancaster County, um, when you look at the money coming in, um, both to the city, the county, ARPA. There is no excuse for us to have the roads, bridges, culverts, city roads that we have. No excuse. And it's not a surprise. I've got something that will blow you away. We won't get into it now because I know you're on a hard break. All right. We've got uh, Travis filing on running for District 3 County Commission. When I think of uh, free money and grants going out, uh, even this fight the governor just had with rental aid, it reminded me of a joke. I just, not a joke, a, a true sentence between Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley was giving money to a homeless person who had said, Hey, can I have $20? And Michael Jordan slapped him, said, Don't give him that money. He goes, Why not? He goes, Because if he can say that, he can say, May I take your order at McDonald's? Amen. <laughs> 1499 3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we have uh, Travis filing on running for District 3 County Commissioner. Really a hot primary with uh, two other uh, candidates, Deb Shore and Matt Schulte. But first, Johnny's got like a crazy call that came in. What do you got, yeah, Johnny? Yeah, no, so we had a listener, Mike, call in. I believe he's going to, if we are able to open up the phone lines later on this episode, he might be calling back yet again. But he asked me a very important question. He uh, he was off by a number. He said 19. It's actually 20. But he wanted to know when the commander is taking his producer out to lunch because he's got 20 restaurants left in his Munch Madness Challenge. Uh, you know, as Jack Nicholson would once say in a famous movie, I'll do it when I'm good, yeah, ready. I'll do it when I'm good and ready. In your defense, I, I I told him we'd talk and everything will be fine. I trust you, so Mike, it will get done. Don't worry about it. Um, and I'm just joking there when I say that. Uh, Johnny's always finding a way to try to get me off flow in the show. Uh, as long as he doesn't interrupt me when I'm on a horrific rant, we'll be good. But uh, no, appreciate the. Uh, the uh well i don't know reminder mike and yeah i guess uh i think we're going to get through travis's information so uh we will open the call line second segment uh probably get to him late in the show um but uh that that would be cool i think uh one of the things we were just getting onto was kind of arpa and infrastructure as i was talking about a couple of examples that are just in the top of your mind yeah yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, ARPA funds ha- are being absolutely squandered. Um, and it's one of those that it was our chance to hit the reset button because there is such a desperate need in infrastructure right now that we are, I mean, we're just handing it out. Yeah, we just gave a, a teeny bit. All right, back with Travis filing 1499.3 KLA. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back on uh, with Travis Filing running for District 3 County Commissioner. Phone lines are open. We're going to go through some more of uh, his stock information so he can get it out to you and the public. Already got a couple of questions on the text line I'll get to. So, yeah, Rickstein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Travis, we were talking about ARPA infrastructure. Yeah. Let's just restart back there. Yeah, let's jump in. Where, where we didn't use that t- correctly. <laughs> so, so one of my opponents was on your show and and said that, you know, ARPA funds have specific places that, that they need to be spent. And places you can and places you can't spend it. And that's right. But here's the thing. I'm not some neophyte that just wandered into the election commissioner's office and went, hey, county commissioner, that, that sounds like fun. Um, this is what I do. Being on a town board and being on a county board is no different. We take taxpayers' money and manage it. We assess the taxpayers' needs, and then we allocate those funds based on those needs. And I would even say that being on a town board is way harder than being on a county board because we don't have departments of people that are going to, you know, handle information. So when ARPA, well, when the federal government said, hey, Panama, Nebraska, here's $48,000 uh, in ARPA funds for you to use, and here's a 450-page document telling you how you can and can't use it. Well, I don't have staffers. So I don't get to hand this off to somebody and then run down to the country club for cocktails. I have to read it because if I misappropriate these funds, then we have to give it back. Mm -hmm. So I know where these ARPA funds can and cannot go. And so when she says, I don't know where the narrative's coming from, it's not a narrative. These are facts. These are absolute facts. And if you look at some of the info that I handed you here, Look at this is $15 million in funds that our county has given out. And I mean, just pick them. Racial equality expansion, $226,000. A diaper van, $130,000. Multicultural center, $3.5 million. Now, these may be problems, but are these county problems? County problems are infrastructure. And when we say, well... You know, we we gave $2.5 million in culvert projects. Yeah, wow, that's great. Except we have 7,000 culverts in this county, and a third of them are bad. A third. And if you were to replace just those culverts that are bad, about $50 million. That's how far behind we are. And if you take a look, I'll show this folder here. This is a study that our county commissioners paid to do in 2018. And it tells you how the the state of our roads and bridges um, and how bad a shape that they are in. And if you look, I highlighted all kinds of points on here, but just to cover critical bridges, we are a $9 million a year shortfall. And this is in 2018. So this is before the flood. Right. And an overall funding gap 
$15 million a year. Well, when I say we had a chance to fix this and, and make some great strides in infrastructure, we could have done it, and we didn't, because we would rather spend, you know, uh, building improvements for, you know, for some Karen society for $150,000. This is a failure of government. And I'll tell you what, this isn't just a District 3 problem. This is all five of them. All five of your county commissioners voted for this. And so that means this year, District 1, District 3, District 5, it's time to hold some people accountable. And we need, and all this information is on my website. It's on the county's website. This isn't numbers that I make up. I don't carry all this all this information around just to get a good workout. This is all off of the county site. And so when you sit there and you go through this Olson and Associates, 120 pages that I've read, um, that tells you where our infrastructure problems are, I mean, the overall, over the next 20 years, it's over $200 million short. So when I tell you that... After this election, I mean, our our little, yeah, we got a one-point drop in the levy. It's going to go through the roof because sooner or later, there's going to be a rainstorm and some bridges are going to wash out. Mm. Or some of them are going to collapse. I mean, when you read through this, there are 27 bridges that are structurally deficient. This is according to Olson and Associates. And this is what they do. They go around and assess all these. Five of them are functionally uh, obsolete. And then you have 24 bridges that are scour critical. That means like the water is washing, eroding the dirt away. Mm -hmm. And so fracture critical. That means if there's one component on this bridge that fails, the bridge is going to collapse. 15 bridges in Lancaster County. This is before the flood. And so when you start looking at budget, the budget is not going up. I mean, it's going up a little bit here and there, but there is a $15 million a year gap every year. And these are not my numbers. These are the county's numbers. Yeah, so when I listen to you, I think of a term we used all the time in an insurgency, which was irreversible momentum. Yeah. And you can get behind the curve that you're not going to come back. And... Um, and these numbers are because Pam Dingman's been in the county engineer multiple times on the show. Um, 15 is the number sticks out, but I believe it actually adjusted to today is like 18 million. And I know she's done a great job and they figured ways to kind of get it down to where they're at a low of usable. Right. So she's been proud of that. But she also has hammered home on these exact facts with infrastructure. And the thing that I'll just say is I never understood as ARPA came out why the county and the city, and they went on TV and and talked how great it was, that they kind of combined. Kind of, I'll call it groupthink. I can understand some synergy. Right. Okay, some. But when I look at where it's actually spent, as you've laid out, um, this is what I call human infrastructure. Yeah. Not infrastructure and again you're absolutely right there are bins of federal money right but where you can make up the irreversible momentum it's probably a good idea and i know for me i've been very disappointed in lincoln and lancaster county over the entire last year with arpa in our investment in essentially social 
engineering projects. Right. And that frustrates me. But, folks, it uh, it's because of who's in power. Yeah, exactly. I mean, w- like I said, we need to start holding these people accountable because sooner or later a bridge is going to collapse and somebody's going to die. And I and and having this this uh, Olson and Associates report means this is actually neglect. And so when my opponent comes on the radio and says I'm a champion of of infrastructure, uh, that's crazy. Here, I brought you a little gift. Oh, yeah, bridges. Pam so, Bingman brings them too. I mean, oh, does she? These yeah. are awesome. So I, I mean, driving in, I was broken early. Bridges. <laughs> I stopped off at a bridge under uh, on Roca Road. I mean, these are sheets of metal that are peeling off, and I, I look at these bridges and go, these things are in. And they're, of course, on Olson's report four years ago as critical bridges, and we still haven't funded them to get them fixed. Folks, some of the bridges, what's the number on there in critical? Real quick. Uh, Pam's told me many times. I mean, well, they're structurally deficient yeah. is 27. Okay, go through real quick. Um, Functionally obsolete, which means they won't stand yeah, up to the standards. There's done. five. Uh, scour critical, which is 24, and fracture critical, which is 15. Yeah, so what Pam brings in and what Travis has brought in is essentially the Titanic at the bottom of the Atlantic when you see it in the movies, and there's sheet metal rusted that has fallen off. I mean, it's it's pretty sobering. I want to ask you a question from one of the listeners, because I think it's a yeah. good question from Scott, and I appreciate it on the text line, Scott. What's the biggest advantage you have over your opponents? I'm not a politician. I mean, both of, both of my opponents are politicians. They come in, you know, one of them is sharing numbers, which I, I don't know where she's getting her numbers from, because I know this budget inside now. I have read every line of this budget. Um, she said that when Dingman got into office, her budget was $2.5 million. I don't know where that number came from, and that she increased the budget 40%, and now it's $17 million. Um, that's a 700% increase based on those numbers, and I can't find $2.5 million, and I can't find $17 million anywhere on this budget. I mean, we have three funds that go to uh, the engineer's budget. You, you have a general fund, which is basically benefits and pay and whatnot. Um, and then you have a bridges fund, which is new construction. And then you have a highway fund, which is maintenance. Um, and all those numbers, I mean, $17 million, It's it's got to go back at least 20 years since it was that low, if not more. Um, so I am definitely not... A politician, and you know, I don't speak in in little catchphrases and lines. Um, I give you the truth. I'm coming out. I'm giving you the numbers uh, because this is exactly what I do in Panama. And uh, you know, I'm not trying to get to a bigger office. You're never going to catch me running for governor. I promise you that. <laughs> I have no political aspirations. So. You know, one person's been in there for 20 years, and the other person uh, does one term on a school board and then starts running for other offices, uh, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, This is not a stepping stone. This is our county, and we need to start taking this stuff seriously. Yeah, when I hear you speak, um, and I I see the unprecedented uh, Republican County Convention, uh, historical in the state of Nebraska, where do you think the impetus of so many conservatives 
Um, cause let's be honest, the primaries are packed with conservatives yeah. versus conservatives has come from that kind of dynamic you just described or I, I think frustration. I think it's frustration. It's very exciting to see some very good conservatives out there running. Um, because the thing that's killing the Republican party is apathy. I mean, when you, you know, these people stop binge watching something on Netflix and put 30 minutes on Google. And start looking through just a couple of clicks in the county budget, just a couple of clicks in ARPA, you know, appropriations. I mean, this is, this is, this is your county. And so you need to stop the apathy. You need to stop and take a look at what your politicians are saying and what they're actually doing. Because, you know, in this race, we have three people who hold office, right? Or have held office. I've been on the town board in Panama. For 12 years, you know, mayor is the last two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Deb has been in office for 20 years. And Matt, he served a term on the school board. That means we all have voting records. And our voting records are public. And so you can find all this information. You know, when I tell people, this is a, you can see the village of Panama over the last five years, what we only get funded by taxes. That's it. Property taxes is the only money that we get, uh, other than the ARPA funds we got sure. this year. And our taxes have gone down 27%. And this is on the treasurer's site. These aren't my numbers. I didn't make these up. Because we started taking care of our taxpayers' money, and we cut out all this wasteful spending, and we started focusing on what needs to be done. Yeah, I mean, you make a good argument that the mechanics of governing, and I say this with coaching or leadership, if you can do it at lower levels, the mechanics are the same. You know, just because you hold higher and it's more money, the mechanics of getting stuff done uh, can be learned anywhere. Let's take a call uh, from Richard. Richard, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln with Travis Filing, running for District 3. Thank you. I like what I'm hearing from this candidate. And, uh, you know, my position has been that we've mismanaged our money for fixing those bridges and roads for years. Yeah. Uh, we've let a terrible backlog develop, and we need to do something about it. Yeah, I totally now, agree. Now, as far as the misuse of ARPA funds, there's a glaring one that you haven't mentioned, and that is they took $1.5 million from the ARPA funds and gave it to the airport authority to try to attract a another air carrier to Lincoln. And to my way of thinking, that's a waste of money. Oh, yeah. Just simply, we don't have the central mass to support a lot of carriers at the Lincoln Airport. Well, and they gave $1.6 million to Lincoln Public Schools who got their own ARPA funds uh, to the tune of $61 million. Why are we giving... And then... Like Norris and Malcolm and Freeman and all the nine other school districts around Lancaster County got zero. But, oh, but LPS, who got their own ARPA funds, and they got ARPA funds too, but LPS got another $1.6 million from us? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's laughable. <laughs> if I folks. sound angry, I'm angry. Yeah, yeah, you should be. I mean, I'm trying. Okay, I got to be the host. I'm trying not to laugh. That's hysterical. Folks, $61 million and you get another 1.6. That, that doesn't make any sense. The, the question, right, is why? What, what, what 
was needed for that? The answer is nothing. The LPS cannot justify the need after getting $61 million in ARPA funds of 1.6 yeah. from the county or the city. Yeah. I mean, jeez. <laughs> I mean, they gave $100,000 to UNL. It's almost like the Matthew Lesko thing. You remember that guy? <laughs> he got $100,000 to open a coffee shop, right? I mean, we're just yeah. handing it out. Talk real quick for Richard. The airport, we kind of briefly yes. said it, but... Yeah. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? I, and I'll tell you what really burns me about the airport authority is they're a taxing authority, and they can raise taxes on the whole county, but to be on the board, you have to live inside Lincoln. How's that for taxation without representation? Ooh, if you live out in the county, yeah. uh, Travis finally just brought up something that... Uh, you should be mad about. Be happy to have some of you folks on uh, yeah. to explore this issue. Didn't know that. Yeah. Good, good one. Uh, fourteen hundred ninety nine three drive time Lincoln. You're getting the four one one from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, finishing up with Travis Filing running for District Three County Commissioner against Deb Shore and Matt Schulte in the Republican primary. Uh, Travis, final words to listeners. Yeah, this is this is our opportunity to start taking back this county. So District One. District 3, District 5, it's time to hold these commissioners accountable. And don't fall for some, you know, line or or some, I'm going to listen because, you know what, um, at some point, the people of Lancaster County are screaming at the top of their lungs. And we need to start taking a stand and telling people where we stand on issues. And I, I hope there is absolutely no question where I stand on topics because, you know, we need somebody to get in there and manage the county's funds because it's getting squandered. And we're going to be facing a lawsuit at some point when a bridge collapse uh, is going to kill somebody. And then what's going to happen? It's going to be like the Beatrice 6. You're going to have a massive tax burden. People can find you at? Uh, it's filingforcommissioner.com. Uh, you can go to lancastermoney.com. I do little one-minute videos walking through the budget, walking through where I stand on wind and solar. Um, I mean, you name it. We do these. So go there. Um, share my posts on social media. Get on there. And I answer all questions. I don't hide. If, if you're opposed to me, get on there. <laughs> Give me a question. Let's hash it out. Tell me where I'm wrong. Sounds good. Thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Uh, tomorrow, um, Jazz, Jasmine Gibson coming on, running for county treasurer, another conservative versus conservative uh, vote uh, candidate race with Tracy Refor, um, Ray Fear. I'm sorry. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, we're just going to keep rolling with the candidates. Why not? 1,499.3 KLIN.